0: Welcome to today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast with your host, Lauren Tickner. And guys, I have brought Brandon back on the podcast to talk more about cryptocurrency because so many people were so interested in it. And it is such a hot topic at the moment. And I feel like we need to talk about it a lot more. There's still so many unanswered questions and there still will be after the end of this episode, but you can be sure that... By the end of this episode, you will know a hell of a lot about cryptocurrency. Isn't that right, Brandon?
1: Yes, of course. This is, <laughs> this is, this is what I do. We
0: thought that it would be a really nice idea if we should do a QA. and a So if you have some questions regarding cryptocurrency, then please do either tweet or Instagram. Like, make it in one of the comments to me or Brandon. Brandon, what's your Twitter?
1: Um, I believe it will be in the description I have no that's
0: idea. right his, his Twitter will be in the description box and also my Instagram and my Twitter will be there too so you can ask us questions but if you are deciding to Instagram me please make sure that you comment the question on a photo because that's where I'll be more likely to see it rather than DMs. so now that we have that done I do just want to quickly say please do make sure you share this episode if you're enjoying it tell a friend to listen to it who wants to learn more about cryptocurrency because there's a lot of misconceptions out there and I think Brandon and I are going to be clearing some of them up today however we just thought yeah like doing the Q&A would be a really nice idea so, Brandon, how about we just get straight into it? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Is there anything that's burning on your mind right now that you want to quickly discuss before we before we begin or even to begin with?
1: Well, I don't know. I feel like people, like, I, I, I listen to the episode myself and I don't do that often. Oh. Um, so I listen to it and, I, you know, I kind of... I don't know if I diverted the question or like just didn't answer one of your questions, but when it came to the blockchain, I kind of like just made it very simple, you yeah, know, like, Hey, yeah, this is yeah. this what it is. But um, I guess I could kind of tell you what it is actually. So
0: yeah,
1: the blockchain, I mean, I sent, I sent, of course, I sent in a book so she could understand the blockchain. He did send me stuff. a
0: book and the book is phenomenal. See, I am not a massive reader myself and that's nice. actually going to be one of my goals for 2018 and I'm going to be trying to read a book a month. However, I really think I'm going to read this book even faster than that because it is so good and I just can't put it down and there's so much information in there. So I know how much you really do know. It's just absolutely crazy. So Talk
1: to us, Brandon. All right. So the, the blockchain, what it actually is, I mean, we're going to explain, I'm explaining the system. So it is the ledger and each block is a piece of the ledger. Um, and they, each one stacks on each other. So if you have records or whatever, that's where it would be. It would transfer from commu- computer to computer. So, um, um, every computer has holds a piece of the, the, the blockchain and or a block of the blockchain and they put them all together and that becomes the, the open ledger. So that's pretty much what it is. I mean, like that's a, the best explanation I can give. I mean, other people have very fancy ones and I'm like, well, how are you supposed to give this to like a person who does not understand what this is? Mm, um, mm. But I feel like this is the most simplest. It's just, it's just the ledger and how it works and that each piece of it is separate so it creates block and of course there's other terms for like crypto pieces of crypto and all that but um i don't like getting into that because that's like kind of like you know learning about chemistry or something like that. yeah
0: the names are so confusing right
1: (laughs) yeah it's really really interesting so yeah that 's pretty much what the blockchain is for anyone that kind of i like kind of diverted your question or just didn't answer it clear enough um, that's that, that is how it works
0: for sure for sure so that 's the blockchain and then obviously each different cryptocurrency they each kind of what, have a different set of blockchain yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah they they all use the blockchain technology in some way yeah, yeah. Um, which is the ledger um some of them just have or or some of them have different rules like you you can't mine or they're they're uh in, you know infinite as we spoke earlier but, <laughs> yeah you know they all have different sets of rules and it's hard to keep up with all these coins i mean mm. like it's so many coins out there like like <laughs> everyone's revolutionizing the the crypto space like i Every day, you can read an article saying someone just revolutionized the crypto space, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, you might have a great idea, but like, how does that work in execution? I mean, for Bitcoin, sure, how does it
0: play out? Mm-hmm.
1: And Bitcoin worked pretty well, but it has a lot of downfalls. Like a lot of people don't think about it like that. There's a lot of pitfalls that needs to get to through, and uh, you know how that's going to work. Nobody has any idea. It's an experiment. All this is an experiment. I, I'm telling you, it's all an experiment. It's to see um, if this will happen. And if it doesn't, you know, it's hard to say where it will go from here. It will still be a thing. It just won't be as big of a thing. Um, yeah. And when will we switch to it? I have no idea. Maybe 10 years, maybe 15. I hear, hear estimates of saying in three years. I'm like, that's a little crazy. But I don't know. I see, I see it happening sometime. In our lifetimes. Um, it's going to be weird. I'm, I'm, like You're going to be having your phone and scanning it. Say, how many Bitcoins is that? Or not even Bitcoins. It might not even be Bitcoins. So you might change the name. Um, you can rebrand anything, I believe. And what if they decide to change the name of Bitcoin to something else more kind of friendly? Because I feel like, like people have... Yeah. <laughs> Coin? Oh, or yeah. What? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? like people are going to make their own coins and that stuff. And what, what if just you know not everyone wants to use a global currency like Bitcoin what if they want to make their own currencies and you know have their own rules and stuff um,
0: <laughs> I so, think that's I a really know. good point though because like I was talking to you about before we actually started filming the podcast there's a lot of new startups who are essentially creating cryptocurrencies so but how do you I don't know I mean can you kind of talk about that a tiny bit more
1: Oh yeah, I mean, startups have always been been uh, making coins and different things. Um, the question's not if they're going to make a coin; it's the question is is, is it going to compete with these other coins. I mean, For like, sure. it's, it's like it's like trying to compete with Amazon in the like the, the space they're in. They control sixty percent of the biggest you know consumers ever. You know, everyone has an Amazon account. Everyone has this. You know, so it's easy to get involved in it with Amazon just like an analogy here, but same thing with Bitcoin, Bitcoin so big, it's so easy to get into. Um, These other smaller coins are not on Coinbase. They're not on major, major, uh, you have to go to their own sites. And do you really trust a small startup? I mean, I've seen it happen over and over again where startups, you know, Ponzi schemes, um, we can talk about BitConnect, which a lot of people don't know about. Um, this i'm not sure i'm not sure if this is a scam like i've looked at it and what it looks it? um it's basically like an investment tool for it's called bitconnect it's basically a, an investment where you can invest your money and put it and you get anything from 0.25% to 2% per day per day mm-hmm. so you're getting a ridiculous amount of gains the problem is i have with this is like I don't know who the founder is. I don't know anything about these people. Uh, you know, they, They're not open with their the, how this system works. I don't know how it works. Nobody does. I mean, if, if you do say you do not know how it works and why you're getting such great numbers. Um, and also I have a problem with the affiliate marketing. Most of these people that, that advertise BitConnect, it's all affiliate marketing. I mean, they make their money from the affiliate marketing. They're making 600,000. There's one dude who makes 600,000. Uh, a year from affiliate marketing yeah. and he only invests maybe 10 fifteen thousand a year so <laughs> to me it's it's really sketchy when you do that um and it it's just a it's just like a problem so i don't know if they're it's a ponzi scheme or something like that but it's interesting i, I would like to see you i mean you can look on youtube just type in BitConnect scam or this and that you'll come up with hundreds of videos or how bitconnect is the best thing ever a lot of people invest in it and I don't know you know I, I stay away from stuff that I don't understand
0: um, yeah and that's really interesting I mean it's like people are setting up cryptocurrency funds mm. but obviously if it's a proper safe and secure fund that's that's a little bit well, very different but this is re- I'm on the website now and I'm just looking at it and I I don't really understand what it is if I'm honest as as I look on the website so mm. Hmm. It's it looks a bit gimmicky to me, but who knows? It might be incredible.
1: Yeah, so it's incredible. Obviously, you know, I've had I know a lot of people that have made massive amounts of gains and money. You know, but it it just doesn't. I don't know what it is. How like how can you? How can you even in a down market? I don't see like most people. I don't see a negative number. Like I'm like okay, so you've never lost money like that. That just ma- makes me very suspicious when I see that. Um, I don't know how the technology works. I don't know who, who, who gets what, what. Like, I, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. So and It's not
0: very clear, you guess. Like, I
1: mean, yeah, I don't know who developed this, who's developing this. Like, yeah, there's no line of inquiry
0: for this stuff. I mean, they have questions on that FAQ, and they don't even capitalize the I when they're trying to say I, as in I am so Mm -hmm. i mean that looks a bit sketchy to me
1: (laughs) i don't know but people do make money from it and like how long will this like if it is a ponzi scheme how long will it last before someone figures out or it just maybe it is the most incredible technology i've ever seen
0: well yeah so interesting i'm gonna look into that after we finish talking on the podcast but that kind of brings us nicely onto the topic of insurance because a lot of people are concerned that there's well, what they're saying is that there's no insurance on any cryptocurrency. So, well, I mean, as far as I know, on Coinbase, it says that there's an insurance insurance on Coinbase. However, I personally don't feel too safe with that, and I don't know too much about it. So do you know more about insurance?
1: Uh, insurance, I mean, it's like anything. You're kind of paying for something that may or may not happen. Um, so you know, that's always in consideration, but I believe you should have some type of insurance, but the best insurance is buying a hardware wallet. As I said last time, mm-hmm. having it offline, mm-hmm. of course, your brother, your sister, or your, your, your parents can seal it. Um, but if you have a treasure or something like that, they, they're going to have to know the code. If you know the, the, the recovery seed, that's what I think is the best insurance from not being robbed because you have your like all the all the the data you can have it transferred from from Coinbase and they would delete it from their database which is a godsend because a lot of exchanges don't do that
0: really okay I'm gonna play devil's advocate here though Mm -hmm. so let's say you're just really worried about Mm -hmm. getting like you've got Well, for example, let's take this as an example. I have an external hard drive here right now. It's not a Trezor or whatever, but let's just use this as an example. Let's Mm -hmm. say someone doesn't want to buy a Trezor for some reason or one of the special cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. ones. Then I could put a wallet on my external hard drive. But what happens if my external hard drive breaks?
1: If it breaks, you have the recovery seat, which is a 24 or whatever, no, how many letters or numbers you decide to make it into.
0: Ah, uh, um, I see. Basically okay.
1: a password. And then you make that and basically you just type it in on a, the website. Even if the website goes down, say that the website gets bankrupt or something. What is the still,
0: website?
1: Um, there's hundreds of them. I can't name them all. So these, are, like, all
0: these are all different bullets? Yeah
1: yeah yeah you could just dump it into a wallet um and then you could uh, cash out or whatever sell them or or trade them or whatever you do i'm not sure a lot of people use it for different things um
0: but how about if so you're saying there's loads of i'm playing devil's advocate so there's loads of different wallet providers right you select a random one like it might be cool like the best one ever what happens if that wallet provider gets hacked and it just is no more. It's, it's not a thing anymore.
1: Well, well there's, no, there's no insurance for that. I mean, let's talk about, uh, like, if you talk about, like, the 20, let's talk about 2013 crash, because this is a, a, an amazing example is when Mt. Ma- um, it was in Japan, it was the biggest exchange. It was bigger than, I think it's still considered bigger than Coinbase, but at, at one point it was, it was the, the premier exchange in the world. Okay. it got hacked um i think it got hacked for uh, eight hundred thousand bitcoin oh. um which i think is like 60 billion i don't know how many how much of that is but uh, in today's money or back then it was like 1.2 billion um
0: well today you know, you'd be absolutely laughing <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah it's probably 60 something billion but the question is like you know all these exchanges can be hacked Just like a bank But you want insurance, you know But the only way to get insured Federally insured Is to have the government say This is a currency now This is going to be a part of our economy I don't see that happening for a lot of countries I mean, I see smaller countries And third world countries Going towards this Because it's Their money is not worth anything um, Yeah, Not worth what it is I mean, if, if you read the book The first chapter at least you kind of can have an idea of like in Afghanistan, there was this, I forget her name, but she was like this lady or she was this blogger and they were painter in Bitcoin and they were giving her money and everything.
0: Because beforehand, hey, I, I know about this. I read it beforehand
1: mm-hmm. in
0: the place where she lived. What was it, like Venezuela or something?
1: Yeah, something like, like that.
0: that. Something like that. She basically had to give all of her money to her dad or her brother but now, thanks to Bitcoin, she could have tons of Bitcoin and then buy it on buy stuff online because they created a special website where you can buy in Bitcoin for the people who were these bloggers who were getting paid in Bitcoin. And she, yeah, bought, yeah, a lap- yeah. she bought a laptop.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so like you can do it that way, like you know, because I mean, of course, they I
0: hijacked your story.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are are you pro- no, I'm proud. <laughs> that's the knowledge, but um, yeah, like you, like you know, a lot of countries like that. You know, the the, the men have control of the banks and the uh, all that stuff, so they're in control of people's money instead of a person being in control of their money. So that's a great place where it could thrive in, where it's like, oh my gosh, you you just kind of change the culture. Like the culture doesn't really matter, and that mm. government issues don't matter, but. Um, it's still not backed by the government. If it's not backed by the government, there's no worth. There's no, there's no way to exchange it for actual goods and services. I mean, you can still exchange. Like, there's ways to do it. It's not, it's not an issue. You can, yeah. Like, she bought gift cards and to Amazon and all these other places. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, what if you don't want a gift card? What if you just want to have it in a bank now? Like, what if you just want to have a crypto bank or something? I don't know. If there's so many things that could happen um but back to the hacking it's it's going to happen i mean south korea one of their exchanges just got hacked it's gonna happen um do i think it's gonna happen to one of the biggest ones i don't know like coinbase probably the question is not if it's when um Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah but how about how about a wallet provider
1: mm -hmm. every wallet provider is is i think coinbase has the most kind of you know, I, I can, I know what they're doing. I know what's going on. They, they always inform you.
0: But a lot how of other about wallets? every, every wallet provider for mm-hmm. wallets, which are on your Trezor or your hard drive?
1: Yeah, there's no, your wallet is actually, that is a physical wallet. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, the, there's no wallet online. So it's a physical wallet. So if someone yeah. steals, it's like someone jacking your wallet. Okay. So, so
0: you could get insurance on your physical wallet.
1: You don't need insurance because it's insured by itself. Um, right. The question is,
0: okay.
1: the question is, how do you, how, like the question is, how do you do it with exchanges? I yeah. mean,
0: yeah.
1: do you have governments back in and say, Hey, all right, we're federally insured now. It's going to be federally insured. So if you lose X amount, you know, in the U S it's about $250,000 if you have it in the bank, oh, um, okay. they insured that. And, you know, if you have a, more than that, you lose all that money, it gets hacked or something. I've seen people – that happens to football players a lot. I've seen stories about that um, where where they put $6, 7000000 million because they're making bank, right, <laughs> in a bank account. And it gets hacked, like Wealth Hargo or something gets hacked. Yeah, they, yeah. Lose, they lose 6 point something, 6, you know, 5.75 million. And then they never get that back because it's not federally insured. They're only federally insured to a certain point, just like anything. Um but it, with exchanges, how do you make that happen? Do you make people pay like a nominal fee of forty thirty dollars a month? like mm-hmm. how are you going to do this um, and do you have the resources does Does the exchange have the resources to give you that amount of money the i don't think no, no exchange has that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe cobase is probably the only one because they think you know with all the fees they charge you with all the things they have the money to they start.
0: they've taken a pretty penny from me i tell you that like Christ, i mean they're making yeah. bank as you
1: <laughs> i'm telling you they're banking because
0: Seriously. how
1: much how much they they charge in fees like they're not just paying their <laughs> uh, they're not just play, they're paying all their employees pretty good and everything they're paying their a ceo pretty good and everything in you know, a bank but they have a lot of money to for like innovation a lot of technology changes a lot more people they can hire a lot more like they have so much money that like i don't know they might they might out to grow amazon at some point
0: Whew. Madness, absolute madness. I do actually have another question for you, really quickly, while we're still mm-hmm. talking about the wallets. So my my question was: if you have it on your Trezor, and then you go to enter the recovery code thing, mm-hmm. but it turns out the company who like you bought it from is it the the, the wallet like the company yeah. who you downloaded the wallet off? um onto your external hard drive what happens if that company like goes out of and it's no longer a thing
1: oh yeah yeah that it's totally fine you just go to a different one or you can go to an exchange
0: oh like fine a, okay an cool. exchange will take them right um, well that's made me feel a lot more at ease because i was just a bit uncertain about that and i'm sure potentially some other people who are listening might have just been a bit unsure
1: yes yeah, that's, that's uh, happened like a few times okay, <laughs> so yeah. a, lot, a lot of people had that issue and they were like but they just don't know where to go like they're like yeah oh, I could go to this other place, you know, just type in on Google. I have a recovery CV, you know, like so many, you could get so much information off yeah, of the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reddit's my understand. favorite place for crypto. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just hear people bickering online. Like it's great. And you get information. Like, where can I go to get this? How for do sure. I start a wallet? Mm-hmm. YouTube has a lot of good information. Um, you just like figure it out. And the best part is that they show you on like YouTube. They show you where to go because it's kind of complicated. Like what website do I go to? Am I on the right one? You know, like, I don't know where I'm doing. So YouTube is always great. Of course, yeah. with the crypto space, don't be looking at some YouTube video from three years ago. Okay. That, that is the worst idea you can do. Look at something that's a year, that's six months, you know, anything between there, because it's a lot more recent a lot of even, things happen
0: even the past i'd say month <laughs> seriously uh, yeah. the past month has been absolutely mental for cryptos we're talking right at the end of december 2017 for anyone who's listening long into the future but yeah i mean god knows what it's going to be like by then if people are listening to this in years to come right That's from yeah like, yeah it's crazy an interesting thought all right so we spoke a lot about governments there. So basically what really needs to happen is governments need to all come together and recognize it as a currency. Well, mm-hmm. recognize them all mm-hmm. as real, real currency. Mm-hmm.
1: That, that is the one point. The other one is trust. The trust? other one okay. is trust. It's trust of the people. Trust of yeah. you, me, these other people. It doesn't, you know, the government. If the government acts, that it'll make it much easier for that to happen. But I believe, and I think a lot of people think that it will happen without the government approval. Um When people decide, oh, my dollar, my pound is depreciating, and you can tell it's depreciating. Like, say you buy, I don't know, um, say you go to buy some Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know, this this is a great example. So you know they're say they're one pound or something let's just keep it at that but two two small Reese's well to me they're small but like they're, the two yeah small yeah, yeah
0: now they're, they're, they're a pound over here it's ridiculous
1: yeah yeah so they're a pound right let's say in three four years they're a pound and a half right um so you're gonna be like well why is this happening is my <laughs> is my it, it is inflation at first but what is it? Also, it's also my 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 pound going down. Yeah, so depreciation. Of the pound. It's the depreciation of the pound. Can I tell you
0: something that I always remember, just from economics, yeah. just <laughs> from school? Strong pound, imports cheap, exports dear. Oh,
1: uh,
0: Yeah. Economics lesson for everyone. You remember it for life.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 just going to happen <laughs> that way because, because it's. Like our monies are pound or you know, US dollars. Not volatile. It's not stable either. Like people think it's stable, but it's losing. Over the past, I think, you know, say fifty years ago. Like you could go to a movie theater and pay half a pound or something um to, to watch a movie. Why has that gone down? Is that just inflation? Highly doubt it. Um it's it's a Ooh. it's a
0: Yeah, actually, this brings me onto something. Sorry, I've just thought of it suddenly. Anyone who does any sort of social media for a business will know how hard it is to stand out. In social media these days, it is so incredibly crowded and customers are just so sick of seeing ads and it's super expensive to hire designers and marketing people to help you out with all this stuff. And regular listeners of the Business Meets Fitness podcast will know that I have been working with a company called Ripple. And what it is, is an app which is available on iOS and Google Play and it allows you to create professional looking ads with over 200 design templates that they have that you can essentially put whatever the hell you want on there and you can automatically share them on Facebook, twitter instagram all that shebang it also gives you personalized recommendations and goal tracking tools so if it sounds good to you and you're interested head to ripple.com slash bmf and it's also in the description box for this podcast so that you can click it directly and go straight to the web address so that is going to be a seven day free trial and i hope you enjoy the rest of today's podcast So obviously, for example, Bitcoin is finite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know. Did we talk about it last time, the forking? Because, oh, yeah, we touched on it briefly. But essentially, because the thing is, obviously, it's finite. Bitcoin is finite. Mm -hmm. That's a very well-known thing. But essentially, when, for example, what happened was Bitcoin cash forked off, now pretty much Obviously, there's two, and they're totally separate and everything. But can it just do this as many times as it wants? Because that's essentially making it infinite, really, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a that's a, a computer science problem. That's a, a developer <laughs> problem. These people don't understand what's going. Like, like a lot of people think they understand. Like, they understand. We like as computer scientists, and you know, I love coding. I love programming. I love all that stuff. But as as us, we think we know a lot more than we actually do. Like, I take. Take any algorithm the instagram algorithm the youtube algorithm the the twitter algorithm all these algorithms they're not we're not in, like as developers they are not in control of these algorithms they just let it out like it's just like saying oh let's see what happens you know um, and we can't control them so uh, you know you know a lot of people want certain things to happen to industry. I'm like well that thing ain't going to happen because a b c d for the developer like you got to see the back end of what like these people are dealing with And the algorithm's out of control. There's a lot of things you can't change. I mean, Twitter could change certain things. I'm like, whoa, that's easy to change. There's not much to do, you know. How about us deleting tweets or, like, if we miss – we have to delete a whole tweet. You can't edit a tweet. Like, at least put, like, edited on it or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Or give you, like, 60 seconds before it can disappear and you can never change it again. But, you know, all these algorithms are out of control, so – that's kind of how, how it is with the developing something. You never know how it's going to, what's going to happen to it. Like, I don't know what's going to happen if this doesn't work or if that doesn't work. We just try to make it, like, you're just, you're just trying to make it function. Like you're just trying to make it work. You don't care about how beautiful or how wonderful it's going to be, or if it's going to, if it breaks, what would happen? Um, so that's just how it is. It's not an issue. You know, there's a lot of for- forking was one of the things and, it was there, you know, I explained it to Lauren in text. Yeah. <laughs> so there's accidental forking and there's hard forking. What Bitcoin cash is, is hard fork. An accidental fork can be kind of, it could kind of go back into the blockchain and just make it one blockchain, but it's an accidental. Like it just happens on accident. Hard forking just like, you just didn't pay attention. Like, like that's when, when you create a new currency. Um, you weren't paying attention or you couldn't solve the problem. Um, there's those, those are the two ways that happened. So um, Bitcoin cash is a kind of a, the the hard fork of what happened to created two blockchain because it broke off. Um, and which blockchain do you want to follow? Oh, that's up to you. I mean, I can. so it's the same thing as Bitcoin just named a different thing. It has exact same rules as Bitcoin and everything. Um, and of course, if you, I told everyone last time, if you, certain dates and certain times if you had bitcoin in 2016 or you know up to i think august 1st or something then you have bitcoin cash so yeah yeah. um it's interesting to see who and what what will happen with that i'm not sure if bitcoin cash will survive the onslaught a lot of cryptocurrencies i think are going to die die or get like slaughtered um in the next five years because um right now it's I wouldn't say it's oversaturated yet I mean that doesn't happen until you hit thousands and thousands of coins but there is it's a growing and growing like a fungus and (laughs) when when are you going to try to get rid of most of the fungus at the end you know you you want to like people think all these coins are going to survive I don't think all these coins are going to survive I think a small amount maybe 10 or 15 at most um or if government coins, I think will survive because they have the backing of governments and all that stuff. And but there's so much to to cryptocurrencies. We don't. We're guessing. We're this. This is all a guess. Like we're just kind of figuring this out as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's
0: mm-hmm. many
1: predictions. I'm like, uh, well, this might, guy might be right. That guy might be right. Yeah. Might be all. Um, but yeah, it's all. It's all happening so fast. It, this, it does remind me of the internet somehow. You know, we're, we're just kind of flooded the gates. and Nobody knew what was going on um, until the dust settles, you know. Um, and is it exactly like the internet? I have no idea. I, I think there's key differences. The differences are this is a monetary change. Um, this is not like a revolutionary change like that. It is a revolutionary change for monetary systems. But that the monetary system will affect everything, so
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
1: more it's more revolutionary than the internet in some ways. Um, the internet's part of it, so we it's, can see yeah. what will happen.
0: It's absolutely crazy. I mean, it's like I was saying to you about the valuation ever going to zero of, for <laughs> example, of Bitcoin or of well, if the valuation just goes to zero of another cryptocurrency, then. Well, what happens? It just it just doesn't keep going anymore, or would you reckon they try and keep innovating to keep going? I mean, that was something I just that cropped up in my mind. I just,
1: yeah, yeah. I think ever it ever hitting zero is one of the most le- least likely scenarios. I don't know what <laughs> percentage you look at, like, but it's just not very likely. Um, I think in the early stages, I would say yes. If it was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, I would say yes. It's not in the early stages. It's in the like kind of the infancy. Like it's growing up. It's like a four year old right now. <laughs> like he he's, he's in kindergarten. He's figuring stuff out. He's trying to learn his colors. He's trying to figure all this out. So it's in. It's growing and growing and growing and growing. Um, so it will sur- It w- will it ever hit zero? I don't think so. I think I think you'll see kind of a, a roller coaster and a roller coaster. And then at some point it's going to stabilize. And then at that point, it's going to drop and then it's going to stabilize and then it's going to stay somewhere in between the highest point and the lowest point. It's going to be somewhere in between. Um, do I know the exact number? No. Some people say it will, will stabilize at five. It'll stay. It'll, the high will be a million. The stabilization will be at eight hundred thousand. Um, I have no idea what that that is. That seems crazy to me. That means there's trillions and trillions, uh, you know, GDP. Uh, per 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 country, like mm. it would swallow the whole damn economy. I don't know if that would happen, but if it does, hit even five hundred and it's worth a hundred thousand. Uh, we're in the early stages still. I mean, yeah. like it's not. We're seeing the 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 issues happening, how people react to it, and what's going to happen. And you know, a lot of people have influence. Like, um you know, if you have a million followers or something, and you say Bitcoin is trash. You affect the economy of Bitcoin. People don't understand. Like, if you have real power like that, like, like, like people, people kind of taking your idea and running with it. Like, mm-hmm. that has so much implications uh, to what will happen. Um, For sure. You know, if if Bill Gates came out and said, "Well, he doesn't denounce. So he's like, this is awesome." But if like, Bill <laughs> Gates came out and said, "This is the worst thing that could ever happen. This isn't going to work. This is a garbage." You know, all the people that, that are under him, all the people that, like, watch him and understand, like, love him and everything and, you know, kind of take his, his advice for the word, you know, um, they're going to do what he says, not what this other person says. Um, so they have – they can – you can have an issue with that. I mean, Warren Buffett's also one of those people that dislikes Bitcoin. Well, he doesn't dislike it. He just – he doesn't see it working so he
0: doesn't like to invest in it yeah yeah
1: yeah so when you see someone like that that's a a kind of a giant that has succeeded year after year after year after year um you kind of like oh well i'm gonna follow warren buffett why 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 follow smaller people that have no idea what they're talking about that's what you would say but what i always say is well, oh, even, even, even kings can make mistakes. So they may be kings in the game, but even kings can make mistakes. And I think this is a, a perfect example of when a king makes a mistake about something they don't, they're not really interested in. I mean, if you ask Warren Buffett, well, how does Bitcoin work? I guarantee you he doesn't have an answer to those questions because he doesn't, he doesn't want to explore it um maybe he does yeah maybe he does. that's
0: what I heard him say I, I heard him say I was listening to a podcast where he was and he was like at this stage I don't really care to explore the the whole blockchain mm-hmm. mystery or something <laughs> I can't remember his exact words but he he was like it may have potential I don't know but he was just kind of saying that he didn't know too much about it
1: mm-hmm, yeah so how can you make a decision like that I mean it's like exactly. it's like just guessing <laughs> he is guessing like he's not a guessing man. Usually he's very educated and understands what's going on, but for some reason he decided, well, I'm not I'm not interested in this, um, you know, uh, blah blah blah. Maybe he will be interested and he'll back it up later on, but he's not interested. So I, I you know, taking his word as like the, the, you know, the, you know, as, as because he's one of those kings in the financial industry that can change people's minds if he decided to change hey i'm investing you know half a billion dollars in bitcoin or this and that or i'm gonna start putting money in bitcoin or creating his own Mm start he would create a flood the floodgates would open but he doesn't he's not interested so um and he doesn't know what the blockchain system is so if if someone could kind of show that to him and explain everything to him and maybe he might be interested at some point right now he's not
0: Yes. And I don't
1: think you should be taking advice for, or even even thinking, uh, you know, taking advice from someone who doesn't understand the system. Didn't explore it. I mean, if he if he told me he he explained the blockchain to me and he said, "Hey, I I don't think this is gonna work." I'm totally totally understanding of that. Like, okay, great. Well, it was wonderful talking to you about this. I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's there's no issue with that. I have a problem when you don't want to learn it. Like if you you know a lot of crypto experts i always go back you know they they understand they they know the basics they know a little bit and they we talked about the blockchain they don't want to learn certain aspects or learn about other coins i'm like you're limiting your information to like very small niche um but if you want to learn everything i mean there's like um Andreas Antonopoulos, that guy is a freaking wizard. Um, he has like some of the most greatest information uh, out there. So he knows like a lot and he's writing like six, seven crypto books. So he has like, he can explain the in detail, the stuff that I try to get into. It, the, the problem with that is like, where do you start? And I think he has that issue too, but everybody has that issue. And But he knows a lot. So um, it's like figuring that out. And I think, I don't know me and Lauren are barely going to delve into that stuff because I don't want her to, to her mind to explode again like it's like really hard for me to to like say hey this 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 is you know explaining the details to the details is really hard and I don't you, want
0: to you spoon feed it to me every day yeah, with a new small little thing every day. So, like for example, for people who want to learn, a great thing to do is every day listen to another podcast on it or watch another YouTube video. Just doing small bits and bobs like that because otherwise you just don't remember it all. And it's it's seriously like you just want to keep reading or keep watching and keep learning more because it's so bloody interesting. But just doing one one or two a day, I think that's probably the best way to go for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't there's too much and you don't know where to start and you kind of like lost it's a because there's no like way of learning it like fluidly like i don't know what the curriculum for cryptocurrency would be
0: exactly there's just so much and i think i think for sure like people need to use more than one different resource they need Mm -hmm. to be using different people rather than solely trusting one person because one person's thoughts can really swing you in order to invest a certain way brandon doesn't actually do that to me he he keeps he keeps neutral, and this is always like do your own research, and that's very important.
1: Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, "Oh, I know what's going on." I'm like, "Who? <laughs> crazy!" Like I look at them like, "Hey, um you, you don't know what's going on. Neither do I." Like you know, when, when you were a kid and you kind of like thought you knew the question to every question. Well, this is how I was. I thought, "Oh, I'd raise my hand. I know that. I know that." And then everyone would raise their hand, and I'd be like oh, dude, I don't know that. I'm just, I'm just kind of like, like flexing, you know, saying I do. And then, <laughs> then, I, then the teacher would pick on me and I'll be like, oh, damn it. I don't know what three plus three is or whatever it was. <laughs> and I was like, man, you know, I'd go up to the person next to me and be like, do you know what this is? They'll be like, no, I don't. Why'd you raise your hand? And he would be like, well, I raised it because I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so
0: true. So true. And by the way, breaking news, Bitcoin just went under 10,000 in the UK. 10,000 oh GDP. I know.
1: <gasps> the, the apocalypse is coming.
0: Uh-oh. Oh. It's the end of the world and Bitcoin is coming to an. No, but in all seriousness, I do have some more topics because obviously there's a lot of speculation, but there are some things which are set in stone. For example, this fun fact that I learned this morning and that we touched upon briefly Mm -hmm. before we started recording, but it was about the transactions per second. And somewhere like PayPal, I don't know how many transactions per second PayPal can take, but let's just say it's like, I don't know, 1,100 or something. Well, Bitcoin can only take seven transactions per second, which just absolutely blew my mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that is another, uh, like there's so many, like there's big issues and small issues. That's a big issue.
0: Mm-hmm. The volatility yeah, yeah. is a
1: big issue. Like there's a few issues that need to get but that can be fixed. Like there's not okay, so
0: that was my question. I was gonna ask, can they fix that?
1: Yeah, yeah. They could, like it's like anything. Like you start off small, you start off small. It's like building anything. It's like, okay, well, we can only use seven now. Well, let's how do we increase it to ten? Yeah. How do we increase it to a thousand? I mean, think about PayPal. PayPal did not start off making a thousand transactions as oh, fast yeah. as possible. They had the infrastructure now, they have the infrastructure because you know they've been around for a long, long time. So they have built to that thousand transactions, um, For sure. So they can handle all that. Bitcoin cannot handle that right now. It's about seven. I heard they're going to go up to like a hundred soon, or you know, they're having technology that is coming out that, that would increase that. And That's a lot of software and uh, kind of coding, and a lot of a lot of that to be able to make that a thousand transactions, um, and that will happen, or a hundred transactions. And once that increases, people will have a little more more faith in like buying and selling and because it would be a lot quicker.
0: Mm -hmm, Um, For sure. But may that be at at this stage when they add new software, do all the coding and stuff. Is that the type of situation where there's a potential for another hard fork?
1: No, there would not be the hard fork. There's always potential for a hard fork, but I don't think Bitcoin, Bitcoin's already come through that one. So It'll be a long time before another fork happens. And um, I'm more worried about like, net neutrality affecting bitcoin um i'm more worried about like governments affecting bitcoin i'm more worried about outside forces affecting bitcoin because talk
0: to me about net neutrality affecting bitcoin
1: well for us in the u.s so um y- y'all in the uk don't have to worry as much but it might affect your business i'm not. so
0: interested by it i'm so interested by it because i do think it's going to affect me
1: mm-hmm, yeah yeah i if you have business in the U.S., um, ISPs, which are internet service providers, are going to are going to have a lot more power because of the FCC's vote um, to get rid of net neutrality. Net neutrality was just basically open internet, just as simple as I can explain. Um, have an open internet, um, be able to go on whatever site you wanted to as long as you had internet. Um, you know, but with net neutrality gone, it gives power, a lot of power to ISPs. Uh, your service provider, whether it's AT&T in the U.S. or Verizon or all these other ones or smaller so ones. for maybe. example,
0: in the U.K., something like that could be O2 or 3 or Orange, all these ones.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, so it would give them the power to charge you for services. Like, um, in order to get to the certain site, you need to pay our package fee of five ninety nine. So, um you need to pay five ninety nine dollars to use social media. I don't know what the number would be. Um, there's a lot of speculation. Some people have like, you know, it's $17.99 like, to get that back. I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. I doubt they'll do that. Maybe a dollar or something, a couple dollars. But, um, yeah, they would charge you to use social media, certain sites. Um, they would have a fast lane and a slow lane. Um, it just depends. I don't, you know, it's it, it's interesting to see what will happen. Um you have to get educated more on that reality. Um, The other side of it is yeah. like it'll create competition, but there is no competition, and especially in smaller towns and smaller cities. There's no competition. Um, so I don't I doubt it will work, uh, but um, it's, it's, it's a big issue. And the, the way it will affect the crypto space is what if they decide to block exchanges? You can't get on an exchange um, or you, can, you have to pay us to get on an exchange. So um, that will create a lot of issues. People will be mad. Um, there'll be, there be, and you can't do anything. You can't complain. You can complain to the Verizon or whatever your provider is, but um, will it, they have the authority to do that? They have the legal rights to do it to you to say, Hey, I'm going to block all these exchanges. They're not real currencies, blah, blah, blah. Um, they don't want that, that, that problem. That problem's possibly going to happen. Um, there's a lot of other ways to you know exchange is blocked that means you can't don't have access to your bitcoin or you can't sell um and that would just create a huge kind of it would make it into a real real a real real bubble where it would just Mm -hmm. explode in your face because someone is squeezing it someone is going to is trying to pop it you know Mm -hmm. i always say um Everything's a bubble. So the auto industry, the housing market, the, the blah, blah, blah. And everybody always asks me, like, oh, how do you know all this? Well, I'm a – some credentials here, I guess. I am a finance student. So there, there is, like, aspects of that that I involve in the crypto space. But a lot of people don't understand the crypto space in finance, which I'm like, man, you look, if you look at this, this is, like, the future. We know it's the future. We just don't know what's going to happen. If it's going to happen, uh, wouldn't, you know, there's a lot of questions of like, will it happen? Will it not? When all these other questions, but um, everything's a bubble. You know, the auto industry was going to explode. The housing market crashed here. The, 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 our economy crashed multiple times. Like it's not, it's not, it's not a question if it's a bubble. Uh, or a balloon or whatever you want to call it a lot of people say balloon i'm like oh, that's an interesting way of thinking about it
0: <laughs> we tend to say bubble over here and yeah everyone's mm. saying it about the housing market in london
1: mm, yeah it, everything's gonna explode at some point the question is like how bad does it explode does it just deflate does it is it just a dip is it gonna ever stabilize um like it's gonna happen it's not it's not a question of this it's when um so the same thing with crypto and anything like that. But if someone forces and strangles the life out of crypto, like governments just strangling it, saying it's not going to happen, or exchanges being blocked and all that, you could you could destroy cryptocurrency that way. That's one of the realistic ways that it can happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I guess before that, like what really needs to happen is that the U.S. government recognizes it as a yeah. as a legit currency, really.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean they have regulations which which was like what you going to put regulations on something that's not real
0: yeah yeah wow. well, because
1: it might be something that it is real one day um w- what when, when I mean real it's like you can exchange it for anything like you would be using it in your day to day life like mm-hmm. go to Chipotle or wherever you go to get your your burrito or something, and you would be like <laughs> i want I want burrito and you pay a certain amount of bitcoin and they get your money blah blah blah. Um, that that is how it is so we'll see what happens but it's too it's a little too early and it's too hard to see in the fog of war you know it's a lot of it's very foggy right now like there's a lot of fog blocking what may happen like i can barely see uh, six months from now like i see i see it increasing and decreasing increasing decreasing but like what's going to happen after that is there going to be regulations i don't know what's going on in the governments and what they're deciding, are they going to make their own cryptos and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's going to be so interesting. And it's going to be especially interesting in the space that we were touching on earlier. It's kind of like the decentralization of every single industry. So mm-hmm. it's the fact that, well, cryptocurrency is essentially can be used by any industry. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the blockchain is what what I guess we are going to use because, the the technology, the blockchain, as uh, we call it, um, it's gonna, it, people don't realize, like, oh, yeah, I can decentralize banks. Yeah, that's one aspect. It can decentralize anything, actually. It could decentralize Amazon. I mean, imagine. Uh, the problem is it's like, it's like anything. Like, you want auto, you want self-driving cars, just like Elon Musk is kind of going towards. You want these self-driving cars that, you know, self-drive themselves. What happens? Well, the trucking industry gets hit. Um, of course, he's like, well, I'm going to embrace that, that 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 industry as well. So he made a semi-truck um, for them to purchase. But what if he decides, you know, one day self-driving cars, you know, complete self-driving cars. So if that happens, all those truckers are out of business because all those companies are just going to use self-driving trucks. Computers are much more efficient. Robots work better um, in certain tasks like that. Um, so, you know, that that's what's going to happen to the kind of crypto space, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Uh, you could decentralize anything pretty much. So you would decentralize Amazon. So a lot of accountants, a lot of people in the middle management, anything that's in the middle,
0: yeah, wiped exactly. away. Mm-hmm. So
1: you you can wipe. It. Like people always like think like, oh, you always need a middle man. No, you don't. You need the person that's gonna give you the stuff and the person receiving. You, the peer to peer system works for anything. Um, the question is, do you want that to happen? what's going to happen with that well you're going to have a lot of people losing jobs losing losing a lot of things um but you're going to also have like i always hear this argument i don't know if it's true but like a lot of people can you know well it's going to create a lot of technology jobs yeah it is but how many people are ready for those technology jobs Mm -hmm. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of coding jobs that are not filled and then just think about how many people are bad at coding And, uh, you know, like you don't have like the, the, not a lot of people have the education to learn to code or develop stuff. So I highly, it will create a lot of jobs, but it's going to be like two or three people doing three, two, two or three jobs at the same time, working insane hours, like to keep this kind of boat floating. So I don't think that would happen, at least not right away. Of course, everything's a slow, slow, arduous, arduous process. (laughs) I'm like, you know, like it's like watching paint dry. It just takes forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's really interesting as well when it comes to things like loans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I mean, well, what the hell? I mean, that will mm-hmm. still that will still be happening. I guess loans from banks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah.
1: well, well what happens when I decentralize the bank? Of course that's what cryptocurrency would do. And I decentralize the company. So instead of it's gonna be from company to person. It's not gonna be there's no middleman
0: yeah. like a
1: bank. So you're not gonna say, Well, I'm a company that that sh- that's you know loans people money. Well, I don't have to talk to the bank, blah blah blah. And I talk to the people uh it's just a one-way street. It's like yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's <laughs> that works, but like it's the problem is people don't want People like having control over things yeah. it's just it's just how we are as human beings it's like i want control over this whole thing you know i want to i want the ship me to dri- drive this ship you know it's like you're trying to control everything and it's not going to work the way you think um, and what happens when the control is lost and it's just given to you as a person individual to individual um it creates it has so many implications. I don't even know what would happen, but it would, it would be a lot better than we have it now. That's the only thing I know the, how much better. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. And
0: oh, it's know. just, it's so interesting, but we could speculate all day. We could literally speculate all day. I guess there's one more thing, which is, which is pretty, well, it's not necessarily, what well, it's not really speculation, but it's just investing between coins because, I guess a lot of people think that you just have to buy with your USD, you have to buy your Bitcoin, but once you've got Bitcoin then, well, you pretty much need Bitcoin to actually be able to buy some of the other cryptocurrencies at the moment.
1: Mm, yeah. So that's called the crypto crypto for crypto, you know? It's like it's like yeah. well, US dollar for a euro or a pound. It's kinda like that. Because they're they're more connected than them connected to other things but so you so say you have bitcoin which bitcoin is easy to get a litecoin is easy to get ethereum is easy to get and bitcoin cash is easy to get and why are they easy to get well because they're on coinbase (laughs) of course so that's and you know so if you buy bitcoin um, on Coinbase you can transfer it for other coins like Ripple or something else whatever takes it um, If it doesn't take that it might it probably takes Ethereum. if it doesn't take it Like all those four major coins can be transferred to a different altcoin um, And you know, you're you're taking like that is a big risk because you don't these coins Most of them are not going to survive. Like it's not It's the truth It's survival of the fittest when it comes to crypto coins um, So which one will survive? Um, you kind of got to look at the tech. Like the, this is how I say do your research. Technology. What do they offer that no other other altcoin offers? Um, is it is it better infrastructure? Is it better this or that? Is it that they have a new thing that you know? If they have a thousand transactions per second that they can do, or a million transactions, or something ridiculous like that, mm-hmm. is that a that's a plus? Um, you got to add these up together. So you got to do that.
0: Know the, the negatives second. of, of mm. them as well and also the negatives of the others.
1: Mm. So, so yeah, that's my second thing. What's the bad oh. things about it? <laughs> uh, so if, it, if it's, uh, what is the bad thing? Oh, it's so small that nobody knows about it. Oh, that's a bad thing. You know, people don't trust it or understand it. Um, can you exchange it for other coins as well? I mean, like there's all these other things that you got to look at before you even think about which coin you're going to get. And I thought about these before. Um, if you can mine them, of course, I just say, it doesn't matter what coin it is, mine it, it's going to be worth something eventually. And if it's not, well, you mine it, you wasted a ton of energy, but a ton of time, but you still, at least, at least you did it. Like, you know, it's a lot cheaper to mine than for a lot of different coins, like all coins, but Bitcoin man, don't, don't do it. I don't know why people are still doing it. Like someone just messaged me one time and said, Hey, or emailed me and said, um, oh yeah i'm mining bitcoin right now i'm like what why are you mining bitcoin <laughs> like i had to explain to him like hey this is not like this doesn't work it's not gonna work it's like what i'm mining right now i'm like you're mining nothing you're mining grovel you know it's like you're not doing anything yeah you're not, you're not you're not gonna break a block in like probably a year like, <laughs> like with what you what you got but you know it I always say all coins are great to mine because you know they're in the beginning stages. Some of them you can't mine. Some of them have different rules, blah, blah, blah. Of color, so that's the third thing, rules. What rules does it have? Is it finite? Maybe you don't want a, a currency that's finite. Maybe you want a currency that's infinite. Um, it, it all depends on your preferences. And, of course, last one is preferences. What do you prefer to have? I mean, honestly, I do it based off of the name sometimes like that? it has a stupid i'm not gonna lie because a lot of things that succeed have good names amazon that's a great name i never thought about that name you know um you know it's just like these names you know like your company Jim cred that is a good name yeah. if it has a bad name then it's like it's like well i don't want to be a part of something that has a bad name you know
0: yeah um, have you got Jim cred that's the question
1: Oh yeah, of course, of course. But, <laughs> yeah, but Jim Craig is a .com. I always forget how you do it over there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did .com, not uk. It's a worldwide site, but but that's the thing. Like for example, Jim would be affected with that net neutrality thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's a whole other topic, though. I mean, we could we could talk about that, but I don't know too much. I have to do more research first.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would affect you because well, it just depends on what the ISPs use. If they put. Bl- and also,
0: a lot of people, but well, yeah, exactly. It depends if they like charge for it, but a lot of customers in the states.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Jim cred uh, a great name. So, if something has a bad name, like um Digit, 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 digi- digi- I remember I saw this one. When someone explained this to me. It was called Digit, 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 Digit Money. <laughs> did you did you? Did you. Like, I was like, wait, wait, and there's digit cash and digit money, but it was like a play on words, like digit Oh like, it my like, gosh! The song. So uh, names do matter to me, at least, and a lot of people, because if you something sounds something like really fake, like not not real, like if it's something stupid, people don't are not gonna be like. If I can't say the name of it, I'm not gonna buy it. If it's mm-hmm, if it's mm-hmm. some foreign, Thing. like a lot of foreign companies make their own names i'm like well i can't read what that says um english language is the greatest language i guess well, not the greatest but like it's a, such a wide worldwide business language that if you're not using that for business i'm not like people are not gonna invest in some south korean company that has a weird name um or you know something like that, like mm-hmm. Mount Gox was one of those like that is a badass exchange because it's Mount Gox. <laughs> it sounds like a mountain, right? It's an
0: yeah, it- yeah. It sounds really like prestigious. And- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like anything you know. Um, if you can create a, a company, you want a good name. Um, if you can create this or that, so the same thing with cryptocurrencies. A lot of them have weird weird name like zcash like like oh that's pretty cool like you know for me that was like oh well vertcoin vertcoin that sounds awesome um like these names actually do matter i love
0: neo um, just the name neo
1: yeah yeah something you can say short and sweet i don't know what it is about that bitcoin's also like one of those like and ripple.
0: ripple ripple ripple,
1: ripple. Yeah. Like, yeah like so these names do matter it rippled, it's like what i It's like you picking your Instagram name. It's like, well, this is what you're going to be called for the rest of your life.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah, But then I changed mine. And Uh there's been massive controversy.
1: Yeah, because people know you as that person. They're like, Mm -hmm. what? Who's this Lauren Tickner? I've never heard of this. I subscribe. I I follow Lauren Fitness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And they go looking for Lauren Lauren Fitness. And they're like, well, is this Lauren Fitness? I guess this is.
0: Lauren Fitness is the last no longer. But, yeah. I mean, oh, it's just all too interesting for words. And I think we've covered a nice chunk of stuff here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, excited prepare for part three. Yeah,
0: yeah, part three. This is a, it's not even going to be a trilogy. There's going to be more, let's be real. But I'm excited to see what questions we get. So, guys who are listening, please do make sure. I, I kind of forgot the podcast was even going on because we were just chatting so, so much. But people who are listening, we need. We need these questions. Come on, yeah. get us. Get <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Get Brandon so, so in-depth that he doesn't even know what to do anymore.
1: Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm like, well, because I, I tread lightly
0: yeah. when it comes yeah.
1: to this. Cause For sure. I don't know, when, you know, if you're listening, I don't know what you know and don't know and what you've heard and what you've not heard. Like, yeah, it'd be good of- to
0: hear some of the stuff that they've heard that they're a bit unsure about that could be a misconception. We could do like a myth-busting or something
1: yeah myth busting there's a lot of myth busting that can be done because i mean a lot of people it's just it's just kind of chatter it's like oh have you heard of bitcoin yeah i read it on the news or blah 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 like well, people get it from all different sources um, mm-hmm. it's, and it's That's kind word of, of
0: mouth for sure
1: word of mouth for sure like from person to person that, that they can be the worst or can be the best like
0: yeah yeah Oh um, so you know too.
1: like like some people talk to me i'm like well I know a lot about Bitcoin. I know a lot about cryptocurrencies. How much do you know? Like, it's just me trying to figure out what you know and what I know. And if it clicks and if it doesn't click, like sometimes I have misconceptions and someone explains it to me and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm always just, the problem with me is I'm always slightly off, like just, just a smidge, mm-hmm. And that could be an issue but
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: i would love to hear the questions and i'll give you some answers and if we don't know we can explore it together
0: yeah yeah i like it we can google it and all that shabang because google is your best pal. but yeah mm-hmm. if you're still confused then hit us hit brown so. it's not Are, really uh, i mean i'm learning I'm, I'm learning
1: hit learning up for your basic questions oh yeah okay yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. exactly exactly awesome but for everyone who's listening thank you very much just check out as i said the show notes slash description box whatever you call it for this podcast and you'll see all brandon's info there mm-hmm. so that's the end of that if you have liked it remember to share get your questions in tag me if you share it on your insta story because i always replay so mm-hmm. Thank you, guys, and I will see you in the next episode.
1: Bye.